is immortal, lives on. Whether you call it a flux of consciousness that's ever-changing or you call it soul that never changes, it's immaterial. What matters is the center of your world is something very dependable. And if you focus on that, that becomes the source of your beauty, then you have tapped into the fountain of youth. I think one should be so comfortable with aging that we should embrace it. There is a, there is a beauty that comes with age. And it shows, it shines, if the person aging sees that beauty. And it's a, it's a remarkable thing because uh, as we move towards the end of this body, as we move towards death, you can look back and look back at your life and say, I've had so many beautiful moments. And whatever time is left on the planet, I'd like to add to that kitty. I'd like to add some more beauty to that. And as you age, if you have worked throughout your life keeping your body fit, diet and exercise and sleep, you will have uh, much less probability of contracting the kind of disease that dreads most people. If you have neglected your body, then your last few years could be very painful because today, on medication, uh, people stay alive even though they are confined to, to places, to, to chairs, and they are very old and they have no will to live and they don't want to live and they are tired of living, but the, the, the system, political or social or whatever you want to call it, they have to live. The point I was making is if you have neglected your body, there is no power in the three worlds that can stop you from, that can stop that person from contracting diseases. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Whether you get it when you're 40, 45, 50, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, they are just coming, they're just waiting around the corner. But if I am at peace in my heart, and if I have taken care of my soul, my body, my mind, my spiritual fitness, my physical fitness, my emotional fitness, then I will age into somebody really beautiful. And I think one person quite uh, admirable in that sense is the Dalai Lama. He, I just feel so much love for this guy. Is really sweet and um, very upfront, very honest, very straightforward. Uh, even uh, there is an innocence about him, you know. That innocence uh, is, is very unique to Dalai Lama. So when you age and then as we move towards death, we should embrace it because even if you look at it negatively, it will bring an end to the miserable world this, is, this place is. If you look at it positively, 
then you will get a chance first to be in a state of consciousness unknown to a conscious mind. Although the unfortunate thing is you, you won't remember when you get the next body. Uh, so you, you get a new body and then once again you have the chance to be a child again. Somebody's feeding you, somebody's changing your nappies, and uh, somebody's putting you to sleep, somebody's drawing the bath for you. Couldn't get any better than that. And then you, you, you progress through the life. Once again, you're full of energy, full of ambition, full of dreams, full of hope. That's what really differentiates a child from uh, somebody who's old. Somebody who's still growing versus somebody who's just grown up and uh, written off case. Hope. As long as you have hope, you have something to live for. So one should always know how to tap into my source of hope. It's a big thing. And then uh, you grow up once again, maybe you... you you, as I was reading this book, The Two Mountains, in fact, I might write a post on it. You climb the mountain of, um, of what the world thinks you should do. And maybe you get there, you experience a beautiful vista, and you say, this is not the site I was after. And then maybe you move towards your liberation, your awakening, or your peace of mind, your content, or more material progress, whatever that may be. And then once again, you lead a beautiful, meaningful life. And, and how beautiful this journey. So personally, I have no desire for moksha. I'm okay to, to come back, not on this planet. I've made that clear. So to <laughs> I like something less polluted, you know, uh, where organic stuff is really organic and not just stamped organic and you get God knows what in it. So all those chances nature offers you. If truth be told, everybody is Chiranjeevi. Everybody lives. Everybody lives to give grief to somebody else. <laughs> and it's a beautiful thing. Who cares if they are aggrieved? I'm just joking. So everybody is, uh, is a Chiranjeevi, I feel. And uh, this, the changing colors of life, if you remain open to it, each color brings its own beauty. And I have another thing to tell you, uh, to tell all of you. You know, when, if you are, let's say, 50 or 60, and you are feeling certain things in your heart, I don't think we should ask a 40-year-old person or a 30-year-old person, uh, what should I do? You could consult on other matters, but not what your mental state is, because they may be able to tell you something, but they have not actually experienced in being in that age. I remember when I was 15 or 17 due to astrology and just even generally people would come and ask me they were 40 or 35 and I would look at a 30-year-old, 35-year-old person and I would, in a way, judge that person, I would think. 
and I'll give them advice from the mind of a 17-year-old. No, you should do this, but come on, you can tell this person that, and so on and so forth. Uh, life is black and white. Either you do this or you do that. How can you do this thing, and so on and so forth. But as you age, you realize how things change. How your thinking changes. So matters of life, matters of emotions perhaps, if they are related to your age, they are best sought from somebody who's actually been through that age. I think that's very important. 